Greetings, Lucasarians. Uh, here with another episode of Legion of Lucas Podcast. Um, today, we're going to get political. Uh, I kind of going to give y'all a little bit less watered down version of me political because this is a topic that I'm really kind of passionate about and um, I think it needs some insight because uh, when you really look at it like this, it's just uh, the rich trying to stay rich and then, um, you know, just the, the torment of of coincidentally minority and regular Americans. Um, I'm talking to you about like uh, in the 17th, 117th um, Congress, the second second um, 2D session, um, they introduced HR 6490. Now, that number might not sound like something familiar to you, but it's the uh, it's to amend the Ethics and Government Act of 1978 to prohibit transactions involving certain financial institutions by Congress members. Basically, insider trading. Uh, so let me rewind that back. This is to amend 1978, you know, act. So we'll come back to that in a second. Um, so this bill is, um, designed to, you know, stop commodities, you know, commodities exchange, um, acts between like, um, government members of Congress because they have their privy to knowledge that is knowledge only they can have. Um, like right now with the stuff in um, Russia, they would know ahead of time that we're going to send troops somewhere because um, they would have to vote on it. And the moment we send troops or do stuff, stock markets react. So with that knowledge, you can sit and basically, it's like throwing dog food and like, I don't know if any of y'all ever catfish went um, to a catfish farm or something like that. Um, they feed the fish with dog food. They'll throw it out on the water. But it's like basically chumming the water and then going fishing because, you know, the fish are going to come. But, uh, you know, it's kind of unfair if somebody else is like way away from you on the other side of the shore and they're like you know, casting a pole line and, you know, they're not catching anything. And, um, you know, where you might be fishing for sport, that person could be fishing to feed their family. So I wanted to, you know, like look at something that um, I learned from, I will say a person who is legit about uh, probably a million dollars in his bank account. Um, well, more than that. Um, he's the type of, uh, he taught me that there's two types of rich. Um, there is wealthy and there is rich. Now, let me tell you like this. Rich people own businesses. Rich people, you know, have uh, LLCs, brands. Rich people have, you know, you know, considerable means. Like, yeah, they might own like a yacht and stuff like that. But, um wealthy is a different type of rich. We're talking wealthy is the Warren Buffett's and this guy was rich, but he came from a wealthy family. So 
as long as his parent lived and breathed, he would be rich. But when his parent dies, his rich plus the wealthy that he gets from that parent means that his grandkid is rich before it's even born. So that's the kind of like thing that like rich people don't have. That's why rich people are always after trying to get to the bag. If you want to see this in like clear, rapid uh, example, look at the music industry. That's why our rappers trying to sell you not only his new CD, he's trying to sell you clothes. He's trying to sell you a liquor brand. He's trying to sell you anything that he can to try to build his brand where it's like his portfolio is sort of diversified that he's becoming wealthy. He can reach the billions like Kanye, like Rihanna. They are now wealthy. They made the transition from being, you know, rich to being wealthy. Like, I'll tell you like this. One person probably can't spend a billion dollars in their lifetime just blowing it because, you know, I'm not saying it can't be done, but I'm saying it's hard for one person just to do that. Eventually, you you won't have anything else like, oh, you don't got a car, you don't got a house and stuff like that. But like if you started buying stuff like businesses or like if you started buying stuff like cars and then like, what am I going to do with this car? Uh, let me just sell it to my um, homeboy and like have him just start doing like, uh, you know, Uber, black, black label Uber with it or, you know, doing stuff like that. It would kind of turn into a business and a revenue factor. So the thing is. That's what wealthy people do every day. Anytime a wealthy person is talking to a rich person, it's basically so like, well, I'm going to use the terms that the person taught me this in. Like when a rich person and a wealthy person's talking, it's like uh, a pimp and a hoe in the same room. There is one person who's going to get paid no matter what. And then there's the person who's the bitch who's going to go out there and do the labor, do the legwork. And bring him the money. He ain't going to see no heartache, no pain, nothing except the money. So what he said and taught to me is, uh, you know, a rich man is a wealthy man's bitch. Because there is some wealthy man making signing a check to endorse sponsor. Bring a rich person on board with the intent if I'm only using this cat to make me some more money. So my grandkids have money, you know, if he burns out of his money, well, his kid will have to start over from scratch. My kid will never start from scratch. That's that's the mindset of wealthy. So in looking at that, I was thinking, who's the most wealthy you know, people in Congress and Senate, you know, if this bill is trying to block something like, OK, let's well, who who's already like got money like these should be the people that speak the loudest. Right. Because you don't have no need for money. OK, the salary for a senator, a U.S. senator and a Congress member is about one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year. Right. And of that. Some of the richest senators in America are as follows. 
Mitt Romney. Of course, we know Mitt Romney came from money uh, or has close to um, like ties to money because we knew that when he was running from um for president. We also know what his gaffe was like saying when he was actually talking about us regular folk, which kind of ruined his chances. Uh, but Mitt Romney of Utah is a Republican and his uh, net worth is like around 250 million. Him and all his uh, 13 or 19 or so uh, kids, uh, they are pretty well to do, you know. So let's go down. Let's think about um, Mark Warner of Virginia. You know, he's a Democrat. 215. Rick Scott of Florida, of course. Yeah. 220 million. Diane Feinstein, Democrat, 88 million. She's from Cali, right? Richard. Um, what's that? Blumenthal, Democrat, eight mil, Connecticut. Um, Congress, we have like families that like have been throughout Congress for a long time. And one of those historic families is the Kennedys. Well, we have Representative Joseph P. Kennedy, the third at $18.7 million. And he's still, yes, representing the great state of Massachusetts which his family is known for. Uh, we have uh, Francis Rooney of Florida, you know, uh, 28.6 million. But Francis Rooney and Kitty both have family ties to money from, you know, family being in and out of politics or tied to business. Uh, same could be said of the um, Ro Khanna, 27 million, California. Uh, Ro Khanna actually married into money. Lucky guy. You know, his, his wife, uh, family owns like i think uh either tele like uh communications or pharmaceutical firm that's like stupid money uh greg giforte gianforte i can't pronounce his name but uh he's from uh montana you know i'll get back on some of these states while i'm saying the states too he made his millions in um software his net worth is 135.7 Million. He's probably the richest congressman in Congress. Uh, next to him would be um, Michael McCool, and he's at 113 um, million, and he's in Texas. His wife's dad founded Clear Channel. So if you ever listen to the radio, most of the radio stations are all connected by via Clear Channel. So my thing is this. Would you not be surprised if uh McCool was on a committee for communications and like things that get bids for telecom that does you know like things that like would enable stuff he would be considered a subject matter expert yes that you would want on that committee because he has like inside knowledge because of his wife but at the end of the day, it's kind of like Donald Trump's children running a business that's connected to him when he's running the world. I mean, the well, the United States. Uh, the senator from Montana, Greg Gianforte, um, one hundred thirty-five. You know, million. That's that's a lot of money. You know what? And he made his money from software. Okay. You know, like 
the the rule the the law that they're trying to make i can understand it because the, he should in no way shape or form be the person influencing you know like things about software uh you know rokana if his if his family um wife's family made stuff in um you know medicine he should in no way or form be on any committee where he's influencing uh medication or um, food and drug administration because um yeah it's like working on both ends you know you're trying to like get paid on both ends now recently AOC and the squad has been drawing heat because they were saying um bills that they were trying to push forth talking about uh student loan forgiveness right student loan forgiveness would enrich them and would also be like insider trading okay now if you know anything about AOC, she, you know, became a um, like powerhouse and like rising star in the Democratic Party. And she pretty much came from the Queens. Um, I've stumped for her before. Um, she was a bartender. She was a bartender, you know, and like she was a student, you know, she had student loan debt. And when she was running, she was like, would straight up tell you that she didn't have a lot of money. She took the subway and did stuff like that. Most congressmen, people running wouldn't do. They'd be riding around in limousines. Um, So she's like pretty much us, just salt of the earth type people. And they're coming at her saying that she's trying removal of her debt would enrich her to the point where she could be. Like stupid rich. Okay. All right. Let's get into some real numbers. The average debt, student debt of uh, most Americans is around $37,000. Now, yeah, you could enrich yourself if like you had $37,000 of debt just removed from your name. That means better credit, which means you could get a loan. You can get that home loan a little bit easier because your credit score is higher. You know, you can get that credit card. You could, you know, get a better car payment. You know, there's tons of things that could just like student debt that normally people run into. Like you normally know the student debt when you go to buy that car or when you go to get that house and stuff like that. Or you need that loan for a business at your bank. That's when you start to notice stuff like student debt. Yes. Because it's the first thing put on. Oh, so we see here that you um have a, uh, you know, twenty thousand um, dollar in debt with Fannie Mae. You know, that's when they pull that out their ass. So. The crazy thing is in America. There is. Just. Stupid amounts of people that get wealth wealthy, but. Then there's people that just will work for a paycheck all their lives. And then when they get old and they can't work, they're dependent on a meager, you know, type social security that doesn't quite cover everything. Um, That's why um, when people always talk about being players and stuff like this, I say it's kind of it's kind of like a, a long term investment to be married because uh, when you get old, 
You also got somebody to help monitor your health. Um, you got somebody to, you know, help uh, with expenses. Like if, if you buying the meat and they buying the vegetables, then you got a dinner. You know, if if you keeping the lights on and paying the rent and they keeping the water on and, you know, and buying groceries and that's a team, you know, y'all ain't going to starve and the lights going to stay on because y'all both working together. But if you're like on that like salary and you're doing it all by yourself, you're going to come up short. So uh, you have these like grandma and grandpas like just struggling, you know. That's why, like, you, you're seeing all the commercials all like, oh, if you're having problems with buying your medicine, AstraZeneca can help. You know, you're hearing that. And, like, you hear that at the end of the commercial, you don't you don't think about it. You're like, yeah, sometimes the copay and sometimes, like, the the thing for these medicines are so high that, like, you have old people like, you know what, I'll just I'll just tough it out. Like, you know, I don't think my heart's that bad, like, for medicine that they need that could possibly save their lives and stuff like that. You have people in nursing homes right now that, you know, that may not ever leave that nursing home and they're dependent on quality care from the nursing home and stuff like that. But like the care at the nursing home is only equal to the type of nursing home you put them in. If you put them in a nursing home, that's like, like ran down of course, they're not going to have quality nurses. Of course, they're not going to have doctors that really give a shit because it's like it's it's a poor it's like being in the it's like being in the ghetto and like a, a healthcare situation. So, you know, it's it's things that you think about that like kind of boil down and run into this that is far deeper than insider trading in Congress. Listen. When you want laws and stuff to get passed, if you had your person that you grew up with that you knew and that lived poor and walked the life that you walked as a congressman or senator, you know, don't you think they could look at that community and be like, yo, man, my people hurt. And they would do something. But like, let's 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 be for real. If I got one hundred and thirty five million in my bank account. I'm getting up 174. That's like, it's like a drop in a bucket. You know, that doesn't really mean stuff, you know, because, you know, like I'm already living a lifestyle that 135 million gets me. Right. So that 174,000 ain't really equating to my lifestyle. So let's, let's get on that lifestyle stuff. I, I, I'm living a life. I'm from Montana and I got that much money. You think I got a beachfront house somewhere? You think that I don't take exotic vacations somewhere? You think I don't have nice vehicles and a nice house? Probably a few nice houses. Now look at his average constituent. Montana. Average constituent, they're probably trying to hold on to a farm, pay his mortgage, dealing with student debt. Or look at Michael McCall, 113, Texas. 
look at like some of the calamities that Texas done went through, national disaster. All you got people that had to pick their lives back up and then bow, COVID hit. Imagine the disconnect between him and them people. I got 113 million in my bank. I'm getting 174 as a salary. Okay. Paycheck don't really mean nothing to him. So if the paycheck isn't like if you're there for your people, I get it. Yes, you should be there for your people. Shouldn't be about the paycheck. And stuff like that. But like listen look at ALC. She's probably happy as hell to be making $174,000 a year when she probably wasn't making dirty before. Come on. And like, then you have like these, like Rick Scott, come on now. Rick Scott's been governor and now he's a Senator and he's making $220 million as his net worth. 174 is, and he's in Florida. Come on now. He's got a yacht. He ain't driving it either. He got some people crewing it and everything. Chef, all that stuff. Bet money he does. But now this is what you got to ask yourself. With McCall in Texas and Rick Scott in Florida, ask yourself this. If that oil company came up to him and be like, you know what? We'll get you $20 million in campaign finances, you know, We'll write it for 10, but we're going to give you 20, 10 for you, 10 for your campaign. You know, just make sure we could drill in this area. We got to displace a neighborhood, uh, you know, people that's like out there in the like little outskirts areas, some farmers and stuff. We got to buy them off, you know, try to displace them and stuff. But don't worry about that. The money we're going to get from this oil is going to be a lot. We're going to give you a little piece of the stock, too. So when we make money, you make money. And we talking about way more than one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars in a year. Is his interest towards the people are these companies that can drop that kind of money on? them? Let's just let's be real. You're already worth one hundred and thirteen million. If you could like double your your net worth in a year. Just by like saying yes to some things out of the probably 500 things that you got to say yes and no to to a day. Just two things. Okay, two bills. This is why politicians are becoming corrupt in America. Corporations. So it goes back to what I said is the lesson of. The wealthy man, a rich man is a wealthy man's bitch. So in Congress and Senate, we have all these rich people, some, some wealthy, some getting to be wealthy, but there are, you know, rich families that are influential. There are wealthy families that own these fools. There are wealthy families that own these fools like the guy of a cool in texas there it's probably an oil baron that's like family is in the billions of net worth 
has probably got his hand up his ass like he's a puppet. Make him talk for whatever bill that he wants him to talk for that benefits him or his stock interests. So, you know, it's it's stuff like this that you got to that this bill should be worrying about more than student loan forgiveness. Student loan forgiveness should never have been a part of something that they're going to tie into this bill, because if you tie it into this bill, it's just going to mean when you try to bring it up for the people, it's not going to have favor. Or it's not going to pass. It's you're trying to taint the water. So it doesn't even uh, happen because here's the thing. Interest from student loans is like if there's thirty seven thousand dollars in the average American student loan. Imagine at 15 percent interest on the dollar of each one of that each dollar. You know, imagine how much they're making an in interest even when you pay that money off. Imagine that's a wealthy man's business. There's a wealthy man being like, yo, you know, my Fannie Mae is fine. Don't come here and just say I'm stuck holding the bill on what is probably a trillion dollars worth of money in student debt. If you add up all the money that all these like loan places have. There's like wealthy people like, yo, I'm not going to be left holding this bag. No. So, yes, there's got to be strong, like nobody wants to be left holding, you know, a bag where it's like, okay, you know, I'm worth a billion, but this is like total in total, like a trillion. So, like, whatever your portion from that is, you know, dang, I'm left holding that. Like that's like dining dash and you like the person that gets up slowest got to pay the bill, you know? Uh, yeah. Nobody wealthy wants to hold that bag because that could take them down to being rich. And that's would be a nightmare. Like if Warren Buffett woke up with P Diddy's money, he'd cut his throat. He cut his accountant's throat first and then he cut his, you know, like, like these people, like if they had a like a hundred and thirteen million and a hundred and thirty five million, people are fi- getting fired and heads are rolling because that's like to them that's like having a twenty dollar bill in your pocket, and you're trying to buy a five hundred dollar steak. They eating like that. They ain't eating like. At like place where they're not like you know spending more than five hundred dollars for just one meal, you know they eating Kobe beef. That steak was flown in from Japan. So I think if we're gonna start like looking at insider trading, we need to start looking at comp like like wealthy people and over companies or founders that have money in companies. Um, relationships with congressmen and senators. I believe that uh, like you can't associate yourself to being a friend of a senator. Our senator shouldn't be able to associate with himself with being a friend of somebody like, like that when that person could influence their actions with money or their friendship. 
So I think uh, there's a lot more that we need to be asking that they put in this bill. And there's a lot of stuff that we should say you should never consider in this bill. Um, You know, personally, um, I don't think it's going to get resolved personally. I think they're not going to end up doing it and stuff like that. Like by looking at this list, it's too much of a mix of Republicans and Democrats for it to be a problem. You know, like normally, like, oh, we can get the Democrats on board. On the list I read, there was more Democrats than Republicans. So, you know, there's um, it's not going to get resolved because um, there's people that run for these offices just to get to that kind of money. Uh, There's people that like only want to run like they did nothing for their area the whole while they were in office and they're going to run for reelection because they trying to keep that money. Um, and this is the problem with America because if it happens at that level, Trump even showing that it can happen at the highest level. So should we just go back to a a system where we don't even pay them? Should we go to a system where we, uh, lower their pay? Hey, bump paying them one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year, you know, um, give them a salary base like the military that your pay goes up when um, your tenure and stuff like that. You doing an unsatisfactory job, you don't get voted back in. OK, you know, also with this, they get guaranteed health care for life. Congressmen and senators get guaranteed health care for life. That means uh, we're citizens and voters are on the um, they're on our tab for their entire lives uh, with their health care and everything like that. So imagine you get in a job where you get paid one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year. You can get a pension and uh, you get health care for life and you pretty much can enrich yourself. And stuff like insider trading and stuff like that. Like, so you can go in four years from being, you know, barely making it debt collectors calling you to being, you know, multi millionaire. And it's all legit. That in itself is why this bill should get passed. Um, and only for that reason, that should not have happened, especially if you're working for the people, because that nobody would make a come up like that in, in regular society without hurting some people, without lying or violating something. Think about it. If I was in the streets in your neighborhood and in four years, I went from like barely making $30,000 a year to being worth a hundred million dollars a year. FBI is all up my ass, but IRS is all up in me, but not for senators and congressmen. So ask yourself, is there getting, 
Is there some shady stuff going down? Of course. Is there some lies being told to people? Of course. And that's what we need to fix. Um, hit me up. Let me know what you think. LegionLucas at gmail.com. Uncle Lucas 2 at Twitter. Um, and now let's see if we can drum up something and like kind of like adjust this narrative, you know, like of pay for play politics, what they're doing pretty much in America and get some true politicians back in there, like Thaddeus Stevens type politicians. All right. Um, it's been real. I'll hit y'all up on the next episode. Love, peace and love out.